It's a weird time. We didn't have to like deal with trash that much, but we definitely made rules as kids. We were like, hey, no plastic allowed in the forest. Like it either has oh to be God. like metal or glass. Um, and like you weren't like we weren't allowed to have that kind of stuff. So we would like we'd get like Hold that closer to your mouth. Jim, it's just like I said, Jimmy Jim. It's like I said, just stop sucking so much. Cause you suck, Jimmy. That's what he said. Yeah, I mean, yeah okay. Yeah. No, nope, that technically would work. Mm-hmm. Keep, keep going. Is it better? No. Oh, okay. Um. It should bend. Well, I mean, yeah. I want you. No, it's like super close. Oh, you want it like crazy? I want you close. three Ugh. inches from your mouth, right there. Yeah, just oh, for like a tease. There you are. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. I hate this. I hate this so much. <laughs> Would you rather do it without the headphones? No. No, I just hated the like the whole three inches from your mouth thing because I was still in the that's what he said yeah. like part. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. You should just never leave that part. So no. Everything about your life, anytime you hear anything, just immediately just be in life that mindset. Life advice from Caleb Choir. <laughs> oh, your life will be so much more fun. I guarantee you. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. I mean, people- That is how my, I made my first friend at college. She was the only person who laughed at my that's what she said joke. Wow. Because everyone else is too much of a prude, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> you always have to respect a good that's what she said. Yeah, right? I mean, if Michael Scott has taught us anything- He's taught us so much. So much. You never try to put everyone's birthday on one day. Yeah, duh, Jim. <clears throat> duh. It's a rookie mistake. Rookie. Yeah. You were about to tell a story, though, and was I interrupted I? you. It was something about going in the woods and you had ramen. Oh, pretty much that was like my entire childhood. Oh. So, yeah. Um, we. Oh, I was going to say, yeah, we used to go and like we'd like convince my parents to buy us like coconuts just so we could take the coconut shells into our like forts and have like dishes and shit like that. Oh. We'd make like. I thought you were going to say horses. No. Like Monty Python? No. We never really needed like horse effect. Like if we wanted. You just make the noise yeah, yourself? just make the noise ourselves. Okay. Which, I mean, horses weren't really our things. We were more like. Uh, let's just chase after our chickens. <laughs> yeah, my the the chickens were all the entertainment we needed, really. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. I'm a little jealous. I yeah. wish I had a uh, grown up with chickens. It was super fun. Half the forts that we built were for them. Like, how do we keep the chickens in one place? And then like the shitheads would always like find one like hole in our fence that we'd made out of like branches and ferns <laughs> um and so like, there's a hole over here four of them got out and then we'd like try to patch it up it was yeah it's great you remind me of the weasleys mm. going to catch like the, absolutely. Uh, the yard gnomes yeah absolutely why they're not yard gnomes they're what are they called are they just i think i think they're yard gnomes i need to reread them i don't I don't remember that enough. I think I just think it might be gnomes. Garden gnomes? Yeah, maybe. 
I feel like that's just familiar sounding because that's what no usual like that's how people usually refer to gnomes. I'm gonna be so disappointed gnomes. with myself when I look this up later and mm-hmm. I'm wrong. You're gonna be listening to the podcast later and you're gonna be like, oh shit. And I'm just gonna delete this, guy this part. Even know what he talks about? What he's talking like about? Dub over. Yeah, just dub. Yeah, it's like I agree. gnome. <laughs> yeah, dub over this part. Oh my gosh, it can't be wrong. I have Harry Potter tattoos. I have to be right all the time. I kept calling people's um, Patronus their Animagus. Oh wow, that's so. It was different. really, really embarrassing for a while. I was like, oh, Did yeah, anyone what, call you out on what's it? Your anim-? Yeah, I think Meg did. Mm. I, it was it was one day when I was like talking to my customers about Harry Potter. I think it was like Harry Potter's birthday or something like that, and I kept saying Animagus instead of Patronus, and I was like, Wow. Mm. My hair color I mean, is happens, really so. my, my hair co- color is really coming out in my personality. Oh yeah, black. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I'm blonde. Yeah, you're definitely blonde. Yeah. I think we already, all the listeners know already. Yep. Yeah. Like I said, it shows in my personality. Yeah. Still. Yeah, but I feel like you don't even try and fight it. And you're like, ah, hey, you know what? I'm blonde. Who cares? Yeah. yeah. I've I've thought about like dyeing my hair like a dark color and i can't even like i can't even picture you never done it i've never well i've dyed it like red and silver before like i've done like when i was little i did kool-aid and i'd like (laughs) i dyed it like cherry black cherry kool-aid um my mom was like so into rainbows like you can imagine like a really conservative like well i say conservative but like hippie christian mom and she was Fair like enough. so into her daughters who were wearing like jean jumpers and being homeschooled, dyeing their hair red because she loved rainbows so much. She's like, I love color. Just red? No, I, d- I only ever wanted to dye it red. I think some oh. of my siblings did like pink and blue and eat. stuff like that. Blue like, is honestly her favorite. Just line all the way up. Like, yeah. look at the different gradients. I honestly probably could have done that with some Kool Aid, like gotten. Like Did you actually use Kool Aid? Yeah, actually. Yeah. Holy shit! I thought you were just referencing a color, but you actually used. No, Kool-Aid. I actually used Kool Aid. Yeah, you can That's get how like blonde your hair is. Yeah, especially when I was little. Oh wow! Like my my hair was bleach blonde when I was little. Little. I would have definitely dyed a shit ton of different colors. Yeah. Had it not, whatever the fuck color it was. <laughs> what, like brown hair? Which is so long ago that I don't even remember what my hair color was. When you were a kid? I'm just kidding. Okay, well. No, it was definitely lighter brown when I was a kid. Okay. But it got pretty pretty dark towards the end before it died. Yeah, I feel like that's a pretty general like pathway for hair to go. It, go, it always goes dark. Dominant genes. Oh, wait. Yeah. yeah, wait. That's not what I meant. Oh, speaking it always of goes dominant dark. genes. That's a good point. I never thought about that. Huh. Yeah, I don't know why it gets dark until you, you lose all of it, and then it goes white. Actually, yeah, that's true. Because my dad's hair is like, like bleached white now. But it's it doesn't. Great. It doesn't get like lighter, lighter. It's just all of a sudden, Mm-mm. it's mm-hmm. white. Yeah, it's weird. You should look into that. But what were you about to say? Oh, um, the dog that we're thinking about breeding Neptune with, mm. um, has like bright blue eyes. The same one that Mm-mm, it's oh. a different one. Oh, right yeah. on. It's another. There's another poodle because she really just hates Max, like well, the the poodle we've been trying to breed her with. She's just not about it. Yeah, well, the professor pretty much nails it. That dog's a cuck. He's such a 
shitty dog, yeah. But he's, like, so innocent and so, like, he's just just dumb. He's a really young puppy, though, right? He is probably almost a year now. Yeah, that's pretty normal for dogs. So he's pretty young. He's just so dumb. Like, he doesn't understand anything. I don't think he even knows his name. Is that lack of training or just he's just a dumb dog? I don't know because I thought poodles are supposed to be smart. I know that goldies Mm. are dumb. No. Are they? Goldies are pretty dumb. Huh. You can train them well. Like, you can probably train them to catch a frisbee and stuff like that. But, like, I don't know. Hang. I think we've been spoiled with Neptune because she's just, like, she picks up on everything. Like, everything. I can look at her a certain way and she's like, oh, that was my phone. Remember when I said my phone's always on silent? Apparently it's not. <laughs> um, Busted. Yeah such a lot but no like i can look at her a certain way and she knows what i'm like what she needs to do like um if i'm like getting in bed at night and cj is already in bed she'll like take my spot and she'll just like light like cuddling with him and i'm like where am i supposed to sleep like mm-hmm. and i'll just look at her and like raise my eyebrows a bit nod my head to the left or right whatever that way is and then she'll like she'll move she like gets this like i'm so sorry look in her face and then like moves what to like the bottom part of the bed uh usually she jumps off the bed i get in and then she jumps back up again hmm. to figure out where she can fit gotcha mm-hmm. she has to find a spot to fit in your dog's about as big as you are i know <laughs> you have to have a huge bed i know we really need a bigger bed <laughs> Because oh she ends up jumping off halfway through the night because, like, we move around and she's like, fuck this. Like, I really can't fit on this bed. How rude of you guys. Exactly. She's trying uh, to sleep and you're just over there. The other night we left the bedroom around. door open. She went all the way down to the living room to go to sleep. I was like, bitch. Is you don't want to, like, she doesn't, she always, like, sleeps in the same room with us. She always huh. wants to be around us. But no, of course, she goes down all the way down to, like, sleep on the couch. I was like, okay. Uh, why you do? Why does that bother you? Cause we're buds. It's like CJ going down to sleep on the couch. <laughs> like if your significant other got up and like was like, "Nah, bro, really? I'm not gonna cuddle." It's the same thing. Totally. Your dog deciding 100%. to go downstairs. Neptune and I are BFFs. It is true. You always find a way to talk about Neptune. <laughs> She's such a good girl. <laughs> so proud of yourself. My right favorite now. thing is she understands, what did I just say? She, like, if I tell her to stay and she doesn't, I'll look at her and I'll go, what did I just say? And she'll look at me and she runs back to the spot that I <laughs> told her to stay in and she stays. <laughs> it's so funny. Come here, Neptune. She just stares at me. What did I just say? Come here. She comes. It's great. You're, like, the only person I know that also shares clothes with your dog. Um... She hates this, and I was not about to let this uh, scarf go to waste. She hates having anything around her neck. Really? Huh. And this scarf was, the the pattern on it is designed by a friend of mine who won um, that Starbucks Design Your Own Cup challenge like oh, wow. five, cool. six, seven years ago. Um, so Starbucks actually like used this kind of print to like decorate all their like fall cups or something like that. That's awesome. Um, Maybe not this exact print, but it was it was one of her styles that was like this. So 
for my wedding, I did all of the bridesmaids' dresses, like all of her own her own dresses. So she she went from going to, from art, she went into textiles, and mm. then her mom like would design clothing from it. So she kind of kind of got her own clothing line, and then that's just what I did for my bridesmaids' dresses. I was like, sweet, no one's ever gonna be able to copy me on this one. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Get your own move. like custom made like friend designed the pattern on it dresses and you'll be good that's badass yeah i'm not allowed to let this sit in the closet just because neptune refuses to wear it fair enough yeah fair enough oh but i also share a bathrobe with her i mean not all the time but like when she gets like soaked i'll just give her my bathrobe and she looks fucking cute that's that's fucking weird no it's adorable a little dog wrapped up in a bathrobe it's cute (laughs) it's real cute at least we know they're the same size. It's some <laughs> a little terrifying. She's like too human like sometimes, like with mm-hmm. her eyes and the way she oh, looks yeah. at her you. Her eyebrows, like her expressions. That's what I mean when I say like she's so smart. Like she gets everything. Like she picks up moods, she picks up yeah, everything. Just not when you're annoyed with her and you want her to like get out of your way. She wants to love you. She's like, no. Pay attention to me. Give me all the pets. See, I feel like that's most dogs, mm. which annoys me. Which is why I don't yeah. really do dogs that well. That's fair. That's fair. I'll play the piano and she'll like stick her her head underneath my arm to like lift it up off the piano so that I'll pet her and stop petting the piano. Just petting the piano. <laughs> <laughs> why did it get so much attention and I just sit here? <laughs> you can't do it. I'm not about that life. No. So if you get a really small dog, they can't reach you to bother you like that. They can still trip you. No. That's why Neptune Neptune knows go away. I tell her, go away. Go away. All that is and is like get her out of my space. walking in a yeah, loop she does walk in back a loop. Yeah, to where you just were. That's very true. And then you're just saying, what did I say for like the next three <laughs> hours until you give in and cuddle on the couch? <laughs> That is true. She is the main reason why I don't get anything done. Her and the cats. See, the cats are different. Well, no. Sriracha is worse. Sriracha is amazing. Sriracha is worse. He's so nice. He'll come in and he'll sit on my homework or on my computer. Yes, exactly. He reaches out with you. He's like, love me. Neptune does that too. You're sitting on the couch. She'll like like punch you in the arm. The cat uses like dark power. Yeah, it's true. To get you to pet Neptune, dark just power like, and seduction for I'm sure. All love. Like the cats. It's too much love. Uh, no, Neptune definitely chills out. I mean, never like I'm if there. I'm studying on the couch, she's not gonna try to get in my way. Oh. She just lies right next to me and like curls up right next to me. I see. Sriracha to get like some kind of cuddle on your shit. Yeah, Sriracha refuses to not be the center of attention. Yeah. Like he's like, mm. <laughs> either <laughs> you cat. have like. Yeah, either he's your full attention, like you, he has your full attention, or um, or he's just out. He's like, nah, I'm going to go upstairs or ignore yeah. you now. I mean, it's fun for like a really small amount of time. But even, like when I paint, when I was at my dad's house, their cat would always just, which was great when he stayed on his side of the desk, mm-hmm. but then he would just try to get like on my his hand side of that the I'm desk trying is the to whole paint. Desk. I know, that's not how it works. I would try to tell him. <laughs> And then he would get kicked out of the office for a while. And then when I would let him back in, he'd be like, real, are you sure? Are you sure I can come up on the table? I'm like, yeah, if you don't move, motherfucker. 
then you would move. It would last like maybe mm. 10 minutes. Yeah. Cats are such shitheads. I know. But it's so easy to like move them. Mm-hmm. Like boop, boop. Okay, yeah. you're out of the way. Yep. And then some of them come right back. Yeah. Just don't leave you alone. There's a cat that lives behind the red pepper. Um, hmm. Just like a stray cat. I think. Oh, that is. I've seen it. Mm-hmm. She had babies. She had kittens. And the kittens are pretty much full grown now. Um, I don't know where the other ones went. But when I worked there on Valentine's Day, I went outside and I smoked after my shift. And the, one of the little kittens... Um, who's grown up now but still very much you can tell he's got like a little kitten personality Teenage came up exactly <laughs> came up and was just like rubbing his face on everything and rubbing his face what? on me and like being like literally next to sriracha one of the most friendliest cats i've ever met how close and were you to so, taking that thing home oh i was very close to taking that thing home <laughs> cj would have been so mad I was very close to being like, happy Valentine's Day, honey. I know it's midnight. I got you a kitty. <laughs> and it's a ginge, too, just like Sriracha. Oh Not as dark. Goodness. He's a little bit more creamy. Creamy mm. ginge, but so cute. That is so funny. Mm-hmm. I cannot imagine you guys having yet another cat. Yeah, I could. I've lived with four cats. Four, four cats and three dogs yeah um when i lived with those four cats one of them was confined to my other roommate's room because she didn't do well with the other cats but the other roommate's room was right next to my room and anytime i walked by she would go (laughs) (laughs) i've recorded it so many times it sounded like she said hello she'd go It was the funniest thing because he was like never home. I swear that cat got so neglected because she just like oh, so like sad. he was never. Yeah. Thankfully, she's living with my best friend now and he hasn't like picked her up and like form. He was like, hey, you want a house sit- house cat or cat sit for a while? And um, she's like, sure. And then he just like hasn't picked her up. Wow. Yeah. Right. I'm like that poor cat but at least my best friend is taking good care of her and she has like free reign of the house and she can interact with other cats and stuff like that but yeah when she was confined to that room she doesn't say hello anymore either which is i mean i guess a good thing she's free now but yeah yeah but when she was confined to that room it was so good don't punch the microphone i know i have like flour in my eye Mm. that's not good why'd you sprinkle it in there you know Sometimes you just like, I wonder if this would work. Yeah. Yeah, just don't do that with cocaine. Don't don't like sprinkle cocaine in your eye. Why? I was just thinking about flour and cocaine and how they look similar and I think about You haven't seen cocaine very often, have you? I feel like cocaine would burn your eye. Of course it would burn your eye. Yeah. You probably couldn't see. Fucking air burns your eye. (laughs) That's like the dumbest organ in your body, except for like one of the most important ones. In my opinion, because I have working eyeballs. Yeah, I was going to say. They're extremely vulnerable. Is an appendix an organ? Because that is the dumbest one. Technically. You literally don't need it. You don't need it, but it doesn't mean it doesn't do something for you for a little bit of time. Sure. It's kind of like having a AA battery connected to your car battery. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, okay, 
you're kind of doing something, I guess. But I'm just going to take you out. I feel like you could find a lot of situations where, where there's, like, a person who's like that. Like, if you had too many people working in a coffee shop, like, on a Saturday, and mm. one person's just moving slowly, and you're like... You're the appendix. Can you just fucking leave? Like, you're just in the way now. You're moving too slow. Not really helping anyone. Oh, my God. That'd be so funny. We had a girl like that at the the Red Pepper over Valentine's Day. She was hosting, and the hostess, the other hostess, came up to me and was like, "Oh my god, I cannot fucking work with her. She is so fucking slow. She's taking." And there was like four or five like couples waiting at the door to be sat who had reservations, and I'm like, "There's like ten open tables. Why do we not just fucking seat them?" Yeah, and you're not allowed to seat them. Mm -hmm. The hostess picks where they sit. Mm -hmm. Ugh. Yeah, which is fine. Like, it's not like it's not like servers have sections or anything well, like unless... that. It was like it, it, it. Everyone gets sat in order. It's not like the servers are getting less tables, but it was dumb because then when they sat them all, we all got like four tables at once right. that all went to order right then. It all went their food right then. That and then yeah, it's like shitty planning. Yeah, I can't stand when someone works slow, especially oh, when yeah. everyone else working around you is like lightning speed, yeah. inefficient as fuck, yeah. and you're just like. Do, do, do. Yeah. Like, no what the fuck i was polishing silverware oh at the end of the night that night with her and she was taking probably about like 10 5 10 seconds per piece of silverware and i was like polish boom polish boom polish boom polish boom and like she looked at me and she's like wow you're just you still got that energy and i was like yeah it's because i want to go home yeah like fuck? i'm i'm done being here i know that like if i polish silverware slowly it means I have to stay here longer. She's like, huh. And then like walked away. I was like, okay, you. <laughs> just smashed my head on the table. Yeah. yeah. I was like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I'm just going to keep polishing silverware. Get it all done with. I used to work with this girl that would help us out at the end of baking and like wash the dishes, which was really nice, you know, because we have other like closing tasks to do and prep for the next day and yada, mm-hmm. yada, yada, food and bev. Yep. Except... She would go so fucking slow that it wasn't even worth it. And eventually, I was just like, "Yeah, I'm, I'll finish off. Go, you can go back up front now." And I just wanted, oh, yeah. I just like, "No, don't even bother. Yeah. You're a waste of time, and you're yeah. just taking up space, and it's frustrating." Yeah, I don't ask, don't ask them <sighs> for anything. Just go do it yourself. Yeah, that kind of thing. I know it's not even that they suck. It's just that they're just slow. Yes. Like, how do you not realize how slow you are? Oh, it's infuriating. Yeah. But it is funny to talk about. Yes. Make fun of them and such. I mean, make fun seems a little... Mm, It's exactly what we're doing. Don't sugarcoat it. I'm not sugarcoating it. I just didn't bring it up to make fun of them. I just brought it up to point out that they're stupid. That's true. I feel like... What I'm doing is more mean. But we're laughing at them. So That's I just a like side effect of our humor. Making fun out of how stupid they are. How? This is fun. We're not pointing and laughing. <laughs> we're discussing and laughing. I think that... Look, I'm going right. to turn this around no All matter right. what you say. <laughs> <laughs> That's very true. What is it... Um. There's that line from Community. He says, "At a, I learned at a very young age that I can get whatever I want as long as I keep talking. Like if I just talk long enough." Who um, says that? 
Uh, it's like it's literally in the first episode. Um, Is it the what's that guy's Jeff name? Jeff says it. Jeff. Yeah. He mm. goes. I learned that if I talk long enough, yeah, if I talk long enough, I can make anything true or something like that. And I was like, right on. <laughs> That's so true, though. It's so true. Yeah. I like that. Mm-hmm. It's all in which label is able to persist. Mm-hmm. Good point. It's like a filibustering. Mm-hmm. Except, yeah, not, maybe, yeah. I don't know. Don't don't quote me on that one. Yeah. All right. Let's get down to business, Miss Karis. <laughs> and also, thank you I for still... being on the show. Oh, heck yeah. But were you for still? Sure. I still haven't like read that second question and wrapped my brain around well, it. Well, you said you weren't. I know. CJ was like, you have to do research before you get on the show. I was <laughs> like, nah. <laughs> oh, of course. The professor was probably like nerve wracked. He's like, be prepared. <laughs> It was funny because I opened them up when I got here. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, man, I should reread these. And I'm like, well, that's funny. Yeah, well, I thought about it. And then I was like, no, listeners are going to be just as confused about the second question. Yeah, that's as true. As I am. That's pretty so fair enough. Right, we need time to explain it. We're going to start with five. Perfect. Uh, do not make sexual advances unless you are given the mating signal. Which I love that he just wrote the mating yeah, signal. Yeah, I was literally just thinking that. I was like, huh. I uh, I love that he has these notes because it's written by Anton LaVey, who did okay. the, like the book of Satanism right. and all that stuff, or the Bible of whatever. Yeah. And I feel like he just tried Bible. too hard with these synonyms. I'm like, yeah, like he co- tried the, to make it sound like the actual Bible and be confusing and. Like, yeah, why would you do that? Don't make it confusing. Like, layer. Don't don't call your home yeah. a layer. That's true. The oh, fuck? yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, I agree. The mating signal, like, granted, I understand that we're all animals, but what the fuck? Yeah, it's no, not we like totally are. But I don't feel like, like humans bird. have a specific like. We don't like ladies don't like back their butts up on guys in order to give them the signal. Well, actually, most never mind. definitely they totally do. do. <laughs> they most definitely do. Okay, and it I totally works. Yeah, it works so yeah, well. That's very true. And that, what a perfect example of, unless you're given the signal, that's 100% Okay, but that's consent. not necessarily the signal. Okay, we're just because, saying just having a good time? Well, no, because think about it. Like, I've I've gone out and, like, twerked my ass off at, like, a drag show, but I wasn't giving anyone the signal. Yeah, but did you back it up on somebody that you weren't about to no, yeah. back it up on? I mean, I've done that to girls before, but I wasn't about to back it up on them. Hmm. Fair enough. It is a looser. I mean, there. I feel like there just is no way to define like this. Well, maybe there is. Well, maybe we'll figure it out. But I, I feel like we have not found a way to define this signal yet. I guess it is pretty gray. That's why most people are like not a hundred percent efficient at picking up women or mm-hmm. the opposite sex. Of yeah, because if it were same easy, sex or whatever it, it is. Yeah. If it were easy. We wouldn't have so many confused people. If it were that easy. <laughs> there would be like a guidebook. <laughs> I know. Like, here you go, guys. Mating for dummies. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like there are so many of those things, though. Yeah, there really are a lot of those books. Like dating books, relationships. Oh, one, my one, gosh, one. yeah. Or the, uh, where the guy tries to teach everyone how to be a douche to pick up hot chicks. <gasps> Don't be a douche. Never be a douche. It never works. Well. Yeah, I wouldn't say that so much. Yeah, never mind. Some girls 
just yeah mm. some girls look for that for some reason yeah, like, sometimes nah. this is the way it goes yeah nah, mm-hmm. bruh. That's a good it's interesting that you brought that up in the beginning though with mating signals and because i mean a lot of times what would be assumed as a mating signal isn't and you know it's in like should have had on this. context in relation to like the rest of the situation i think yeah because i mean if you're out just dancing and you are like you happen to like grind up on a random mm-hmm. person during a song, but then you just kind of go off. Mm-hmm. I don't think you gave them a clear signal that hey, come fuck me in the bathroom. Like that's not what Your you said. Your place or mine? Dancing. What? Your place or mine? That's totally the signal. Okay. Oh, you're trying to find a clear example. Yeah. <laughs> well, as like as you were talking, I was like trying to figure out what the actual signal is. Cue. But I mean, your place or mine, I mean, that's still, I feel like at any point someone can still change their mind. I guess this has to do with sexual advances. This doesn't actually have to do with the actual act of sex. That's true. That's very true. Yeah. But I mean, I feel like you'd still make more sexual advances before someone, before it came to like your place or mine. You'd still have like probably made out or something like that. Mm. That is a fair point. So there's usually some build up there, you know, exactly. tension, yeah. getting a little hot and heavy, yep. a lot of sweat going on. Exactly. <laughs> Gosh, this, you know who would be really yeah, um, smart about this? Helena. Oh, really? Helena would be the one to have on the show oh for this God. specific question. She'd yeah, know except all no of one it. would be able to listen to the episode. Shut up. <laughs> They'd get like three minutes in and be like, nope. Be like, Ugh, who is this? I would have to, like, change the pitch of her voice (laughs) so we could all tolerate it. So we could all, yeah, exactly. Just give out a warning at the beginning of the show. Some some parts of this show are traumatizing and and audibly disturbing. (laughs) Be careful. If you start to twitch, please pause the episode and take a break. Take five deep breaths. You got to Remind yourself... That she lives 3,000 miles away. <laughs> it feels too close when she's right in your ears. It does. Yeah. That's true. Oh, my goodness. But not a bad point. Not a bad... Yeah. Her and I have had some really good discussions about that, and she offers she offers a very good perspective, I feel, on all of it. Um, okay. Read the question again. Okay. Just so easily agreed to that. How dare you tell me what to do on my own show? <laughs> but... Okay, all the same. I'm just a little bit naturally bossy. Oh. Oops. Sorry, guys. I'm so bossy. Who sings that? I don't know. That doesn't sound like a song. I'm so bossy. Mm. (laughs) Yeah, I'm probably not doing that shit right. right. I'll write it. I'll make it a song. (laughs) Do do not make sexual advances unless you are given the mating signal. Yeah, so I feel like in general, Mm. like... If if you don't want to have to decipher what the mating signal is, you can essentially interpret this as like, hey, don't make inappropriate comments to people who you are sure, who or you aren't sure are comfortable mm-hmm. with them. Oh, like especially once that person is at work. Exactly. Holy yeah, you read shit. my mind where I was going to go with like the whole like having to deal with customers here who say inappropriate shit, like. Mm-hmm. That's awful. First of all, yeah, never in a workplace. Um, because the other person can't, 
like respond in mm-hmm. like an appropriate way. They mm-hmm. had to like smile and like take it, which is I think if you're a lot flirt, of the reason. Just leave me a twenty dollar tip. Oh my god, what a great <laughs> start though. Right. Except I know a lot of people that won't even take that. They're like, no, I don't want any like oh, connection no. there. I would definitely take your money. I don't. That's what I'm saying. Like, motherfucker brings care. me a hundred dollar bill. I'm like, all right, I'll oh, talk yeah. to you next week. Thank you, sir. Enjoy right off, the boobies. Yeah. Exactly. The shirt zipped all the way up to my ears. <laughs> Your imagination must be really good. Yeah, I don't really have too much of a problem. Not with like, like showing cleavage or shit like that. But like, I don't have too much of a problem with like guys like flirting with me, not flirting with me, but like. <sighs> kind of playing into that kind of card like as a server or a, or like a barista sometimes it's just like, like pushing it too far you don't yeah you i don't actually know maybe oh, they, they maybe i'm unfair no maybe i'm unfair with like who i think it's okay to flirt with like as a customer because some customers like yeah i'll totally like jive and flirt with you but some other ones like if it's a 60 year old guy i'm like uh no okay Fair enough. So maybe that's like me being unfair and being. No, I think okay. Like not... basing it off of like who maybe who's attractive or not. Okay, well that's just basic survival, honestly. Mm. Or it's me being kind of a bitch. I mean, granted, that's really beside the point right now. Mm. Your personality. Whatever. I'm just kidding. No, but so... no. Hold on. Okay. I'm taking it into terms, or I want to take it into a term. I was trying to make a joke about you being a bitch, but it didn't work out very well. So I'm just going to put that caveat in there. But fucking yelling into the mic over here, you could be doing like a like socially acceptable, not like a mating signal, mm-hmm. but uh, like a friendly opening kind of signal. You probably through your body language and through their body language, it's probably you can like. I mean, you could even push it as far as saying like different energies that pick it up. Right. You can just tell. Yeah. Even That's as someone that is on like a bystander, like if I'm in my office mm-hmm. and my door is open, I can tell listening to someone just like joke around if they're just like being fun and right. they're not yeah. trying to make you uncomfortable. That's very, that's a really valid point. Because now that I think about it, um, I think I told you about this. I have always thought that I had a flirtatious personality. And then yeah. I talked to my mom one time and she was like, it's not a flirtatious personality. People just aren't used to people being as kind as you are. Mm-hmm. And I you was like, that. that blew my mind. So I was like, okay, uh, maybe taking that into account with what you said, maybe it's not necessarily flirting with customers. It's being unusually kind. And friendly. And friendly. Yeah, definitely. Exactly. Okay, all right, that justifies that. That could also go back to what we said earlier, since it is confusing in a gray area sometimes that I guess people Mm -hmm. just can get confused by it. But like you said before, if that's the case, then just don't fucking say anything. Yeah. Especially, I think this just has to come back to somebody at work, especially if that person's at work. Mm -hmm. Like, the customer and... Um, like server or barista, whatever relationship there, hundred percent fake. If I am behind that counter, I am exactly who you want me to be. All right. I will just always, always be that person. How do people no not matter, understand that? People just don't. They think I'm being genuine. Well, okay, hold on. There are definitely like 
No, I do have some. I do. You're right. Yeah, yeah. So those people, obviously, but I will still be who that person wants me to be. Like if, like, okay, let's take Meg for example. Love her. She's totally one of those people who's a friend. But I don't act the same way when I'm playing D and D with her as I do when I'm at work with her. Oh, true that. Right. Well, because you're also in front of everyone else. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And you can't be too friendly with Meg, someone. Meg, if you're listening, I love you. Because it also opens the door like maybe they're that friendly with them. Then they'll be that friendly with me. And I can comment exactly. on what they're wearing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think she knows that too. I think some customers like who who've maybe they've worked food and bev or not, whatever, who cares. But some people get that. Like you have to be a certain way. And it like conversations can't last as long because you have to be able to leave at any second to go help another customer. Kind of like they just get it. Mm-hmm. So like, I guess that comes back to yeah. don't flirt with people who are at work. I would say the percentage of getting the mating signal mm-hmm. from someone that's on the clock that isn't a prostitute mm-hmm. astronomically low. Like just yeah. don't even bet on that being a thing. Absolutely. Okay, how do you feel about people leaving phone numbers on their receipts, See, I, though? I don't think that's a sexual advance. I don't think it is either. I just think that's a shot in the dark. Yeah, me too. Which I I've never actually done before. I have friends who have done it. Girl and guys. I've I've had customers at my old job leave me phone numbers on their tickets. It's worked on me before, I'll tell you that. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. Nice. <laughs> I mean... I didn't ever receive something like that before. I'm like, oh, this girl gave me a number. I looked up and she's like, we made eye contact. I'm like, I will be getting in touch with you. Thank you. Nice. Oh yeah, it was great. Nice. Oh, that's so good. I um had never had somebody ask for my phone number before hmm. I met CJ. Right after so I met him, CJ asked for your number. CJ gave me his number. Okay. Um, he flew it over on a little paper airplane over to my house. Oh my god! How cute is that? <laughs> um, yeah. That okay. Sickening. I know it's. Yeah, I'm about to. Throw it's up. so okay. bizarre to think about that monstrous man being so like adorable. Um, backstory to that, I'm pretty sure they ended up just like walking up our stairs and leaving it on our front porch, because I you think that they. uh, him and his roommate. Oh, he had to do it. They put their phone numbers on there too, so it didn't just seem like it was just him trying to get my phone number. What? Yeah, he tried to like he tried to like dumb it down a little bit. <laughs> Here's the roommate's phone numbers. Let us know when you guys want to do dinner. Oh, As roommates. Oh my god. He couldn't just ask me out on a date. Nuh-uh. That's wonderful. He had to ask me and my siblings all out for roommate's dinner. That's so good. <laughs> but yeah, I think that they ended up walking it up the stairs because um and, like, just putting it on our porch because I don't think they could actually get it to fly. Yeah, you're really putting your, your hands in the – what, you're putting your future into fate's hands? Yeah. yeah it's a paper airplane? Yeah. Those things are really hard to, like, control. They, they, I think they tried a good amount of times. Like, they were afraid to, like, climb up our stairs and put it on our porch. <laughs> they were like, shit, they're going to get home many times now. So. Oh, I love this. This yeah. is great. Um, Those are good advances. A solid point, Yeah. <laughs> That's also not a sexual advance. It wasn't. It really no. wasn't. No. But um, so right after he and I started going out, we weren't anything official yet. And uh, a group of Navy guys came in and somebody paid for their meal because they were all in uniform. So some older couple was like, we want to pay for all 10 of those sweet boys meals. Damn. Right. Crazy. 
Insane. So all the guys, I go up and I'm like, hey, guys, meal's covered. Y'all are good to go. Um, And they were obviously like super thankful and like gracious or whatever. Um, And ended up leaving me like a hundred bucks in tips. I was like, what? I'm so cool with this. Yes. Thank you very much. Hell yeah. And then like two hours later, one of the guys showed back up and was like, hey, a lot of us didn't have like the cash that we wanted to leave you. Like we didn't have cash on us. So uh, we I came back with like a couple of us like had a couple extra like bucks that we wanted to leave you. And it was like another 30 or 40 bucks. Damn. I was like. Uh, you did not need to do that. Thank you so much. Really appreciate it. And he's like, yeah, can I also possibly get your number? I was like, you just gave me like 150 bucks. I guess I can give you my number. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I asked CJ about it. I was like, um, so I know we're not officially dating, uh, but what's the rule on like giving other people our numbers? And he got so mad. Oh, yeah, I can see <laughs> he that. He got so I, like, was spending the night at his house that night, and, like, he got so mad that I, like, I was, like, I guess I'm gonna leave then, and I, like, started to, like, pack up my stuff, and I was, like... Oh, my God, so sad. Like, I just, like, felt so awkward, because he, like, stormed out of the room, and I was, like, I don't know what to do here, but, of course, and he's, like, what are you doing? I was, like, I'm leaving. He's, like, no. We'll figure this out. (laughs) I was, like, okay. CJ. Yeah, classic. Anyway, right at the that was like a too. just that was just like that was a fine. That wasn't necessarily a sexual advance. No, I don't. If think you're that. gonna leave people money, leave them money. Don't make sexual advances or inappropriate comments. Leave me <laughs> money. Throw the money. I'll love you so much more. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, who would rather have a sexual advance versus money? I guess someone who already has money. Um, no, because I mean, if you're in a committed your relationship. Advance. Yeah, I mean, even then, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Any I'm guy too... who pays for a prostitute. <laughs> True. Or a lap dance. I mean, any anybody who goes to a strip club, they're paying money. Yeah. For a sexual advance. Yeah, that's like, I guess, that's, I don't know. That's weird. Yep. That's super weird. So those are the people who would want mon- uh, sexual advances over money. I am not. Yeah, but those, those are also. People sexual advances without like mating signals yeah because i feel like if it's implied sex then there is no mating signal that is you spending the money yeah <laughs> the signal is yo 100 dollars bill going in my phone <laughs> Cha-ching. Ooh, 100 dollars bills right that's a lot of money that person's got right in the butt cheeks right in the butt cheeks that's a big old check signal was acquired thank you sir yeah target is in progress so i think the thing you have to focus on is that like every every like person is different i feel like a mating signal is going to just be different for literally every person makes sense if there's actually no identical like person no story has been lived before no like every person is completely different Mm -hmm. then everybody's signal is going to be different and you just have to you know, care enough, there's no actual easy answer to this question of, like, well, maybe, what is the signal? I'll say different to an extent. There are definitely common things that, like, practices that people do, because we are very social creatures. 
So we're going to like pick up what everyone else does. And so it kind of becomes like not entirely crowd like not like entirely yeah, unison with entire society. You can kind of rely but on social cues. It's kind of like you're taking bit. mating signals, but you're making it your own individual way. Mm-hmm. At yeah. least you should. At least it makes me think of um, how I met your mother when mm-hmm. he doesn't kiss Robin or something like that, and we, they keep asking like, "Was that the signal?" Oh yeah, like, yeah. That they're like, there's a, always the yeah. ongoing debate of like whether she gave him the signal or not. She totally admitted she that totally she did. did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She goes, yeah, that's the signal. Was it the jingling of the keys? I think it's like the pausing outside the front door on a date when you say goodnight or something. But at that point, you're on a date. Like, I feel like if a guy or girl, like, if, if they let you walk them home, mm-hmm. then there's there's chance of there being a kiss at the end i think like if you're going through the act of like even walking them home otherwise i'd be like like if i wanted the date to end right there i'd be like all right well i gotta head out i'm gonna grab a cab yeah i hear that bye or like if you offer to walk them up like oh no that's okay i'll just walk like, yeah, that's a quick shot down. Yeah. Like, don't come kiss me, But it's, like, a nice way of, I mean, I feel like it's a pretty, it's just, yeah. like, a casual way of being, like, yeah. You could yeah, definitely be more mean about it. We're not vibing. <laughs> yeah, you could definitely be. Hey, can I walk you up? Fuck no. Stay this here. This such a shitty date. Yeah. Get out of here. <laughs> you suck. But I didn't want to pay for a cab, so mm-hmm. I needed this ride. Thanks for dinner. <laughs> that's such a shitty <laughs> Oh it's my god. That's something Helena would do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that we're shitting on Helena uh, right now. It's a favorite pastime. Oh, that's good. Now, are you ready for number six? I'm ready for number six. Here we go. Do not take that which does not belong to you unless it is a burden to the other person and he cries out to be relieved. Also, do you think he left out the he, she, it thing just to be like the Bible, or is it? <laughs> that's such a biblical thing to do. I know, to that's what I'm every, thinking, too. every pronoun a he. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's just a generalization. Yeah. Motherfucker wrote this in 76, so it's not like they didn't have women rights by then. Yeah, but I feel like there should be newer editions. Like, there's newer editions of the Bible where they say, like, they... Instead of he, she. No way. I'm pretty sure. There's no way. Yeah, there is. There's even new like hymnals that do it. What? I remember my mom being like, oh, this is a new hymnal because it says them instead of him. What the (laughs) shit? Calm down. Doesn't that go against what they believe in? Uh, With him. Is that really what, like. I or mean, like, those are just like songs, right? It's not like yeah. words of the Bible. Not sometimes they are, but most of the times no. You see what I'm saying you can't change the words of the Bible because that's like some dumb shit they preach about. Uh, God himself wrote this. I know, but that goes like there's like there's so much translation bullshit. Like exactly with every language, it's like the whole well that alien movie if so. Arrival. Yeah, there's like that whole thing where like languages have words that other languages don't have Mm -hmm. so it's like the the whole bible like i don't think i would take every word without a grain of salt 
unless I could actually read Greek and Hebrew and go and read what was actually written. Right. And even then I would take with a grain of salt because if it is God's word through man, it's going to be fucked up because man is fucked up. Oh, yeah. So. And we were made in God's image, so therefore God is fucked up. Maybe. How much fun is that to tossing some face all right I'm gonna well if you up. want if you want to talk about that no we're not we're not going to get into yeah, that right now because made in god's image and then the fall of man and that's why we're fucked up the rise of the devil all right so Wait, i think the confusing part about number lilith, six the rise of lilith whatever <laughs> do not take which does not belong to you unless it is a burden to the other person and cries out to be relieved how often do people have things that cry out to be relieved from? I think it means like... Oh, I got it. You got it? That yeah. couch you're sitting on right now? Mm-hmm. I got another one. In a storage unit that I don't want to continue paying for. Eric mm. was talking about how much he liked that. I was like, bro, I got another one. Fucking take it. Okay. So I don't have to store it. That's a pretty ideal example. I know. It's a little too ideal. It was almost like I planned it. Almost like, okay. I'm just going to give a couch away for the episode. <laughs> so I'm thinking about like issues. Yeah, I figured like, you were going to go less yeah, tangible. I, I go less tangible with these things. I'm thinking about like, don't take on other people's stress unless they ask you to take, not, like to care about something like that. That's true because it was not specific to an item. That which does not belong to you. Mm-hmm. So I'm talking. Ooh, I really like that. That's a good perspective. Mm-hmm. So I think about um, a perfect example, textbook example of this would be last night. Um, so CJ has this weekend off. That means I normally don't work at either of my jobs, but I still worked Valentine's Day because he and I talked about it and he was like, yeah, go ahead. You're going to make bank. We don't really celebrate Valentine's Day. Go ahead. So, um, Worked Valentine's Day, and then Saturday ended up being just as busy. So my boss texted me and said, hey, we're booked solid. Can you come in? And, of course, like, the helping side of me wants to be like, oh, CJ, sorry. I'm going to go in and help them. They're booked solid. That's not my burden. That's his burden. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, I guess he cried out for help. But I. It doesn't say you. That have doesn't to say take you have it. to take no. exactly. So my thing with that was like, they need to make that workplace an environment where people, where servers will actually stay, so they don't end up having to rely on me, somebody who doesn't officially work there. Like I come occasionally on weekends to help out, but I don't want to be someone they have to rely on consistently. Right. And he knew in advance, like. This is my weekend with CJ. I'm not going to work it. I don't have to take on that burden. If he wanted a restaurant where servers were staying around, he'd fire the chef. Oh, <laughs> straight to the point. I'm just going to go straight to the point. I'm just going to shoot just, this motherfucker with an arrow. He's just a pot stirrer. Yeah, I, oh, I'm... I, oh. He, yeah, and no, it's like, you don't, you don't he, he's like an ultimate pot stirrer. Yeah, he that's... spreads lies about, like, he'll, like, pit the servers against each other and tell them lies about each other. Like, when Matt got arrested that one time and we all pooled to get his bail paid, he, Matt came in after that 
and the chef told him that nobody wanted to put money towards his bail and that he and this girl he was dating, Tatiana, were going to pay the whole thing. What? Mm-hmm. The fucking hell. But Matt had a list of everyone's name who put money towards it. What a terrible person. And he's person. like, that's crazy because you're not on this list of names of people that put money in for my bail. You're just a freaking, like a lunatic? I actually think so. I think he might be possessed of some kind. Like I don't that? know. It, I know. And it's really weird. Like, he does tell Boldface. And it's like... Like, easily, like, disproven lies. Exactly. Like, uh... Mm-hmm. Yeah. I proved you wrong before you even opened your mouth. He, um... He told the owner once that a customer left in an ambulance because they had an allergy to, um, what are those tiny fish? Anchovies. And we have anchovies in our Caesar dressing. He said, a server didn't tell a customer, so the customer left in an ambulance. And the actual story was that, um... The server brought out the salad with the sauce on, with the Caesar dressing on it. And the customer said, there doesn't happen to be anchovies in that Caesar dressing. And then they said, yes, there actually is. And they said, oh, okay, sorry, I have to get a salad with a different dressing. And they took the salad back and they put us, like the server, like the customer didn't even touch the salad. There wasn't even an ambulance? There wasn't even an ambulance. They didn't even have a reaction. What the fuck? (laughs) Like, what do you get out of that? I don't know. It, it seriously blows my mind. And the only reason I can laugh about it is because I don't have to work with it every day. Like, you can see on the other server's faces, like, it wears on them, like, the lies that he says. And he just, like, is so serious about them, too. Bizarre. Oh, my God. There has to be some kind of. I know, thing. right? There has to be something else going on. And he only really does it when there's a lot of servers there. Like, if you're the only server working, like, a lunch shift, he's a decent guy. That's so weird. Yeah. It's like he only does it to cause drama when everyone's there. Blows my mind. That is super strange. Yeah. He's a great chef. Just really cooks really amazing food. And that's the only reason he's stuck around for so long is because we can't really find anyone who cooks food as well as he does. Okay. Well, you know, I can see that artists are fucking lunatics. Yeah. We're all a little crazy. Yep. Just making up things, talking to demons in our heads. That's <laughs> the right party in there. Yeah, you can tell. Yeah, that is just wild. Um, yeah, so don't take on that burden that's somebody else's. Don't take anything that's somebody else's. Like, that was like a odd like self-help mm-hmm. perspective. Mm-hmm. It does not sound that way to me when I read it. Mm-hmm. Right? I, my, like, my first thought was like, hey, don't steal don't people's steal. shit. Exactly. Yeah. Sounds like the Ten Commandments. <laughs> mm-hmm. Gross. It's good, too, because, I mean, if, if you're away... That also like helps out friendships mm-hmm. or what you would hope would be a friendship. Because yeah. if someone is like getting too emotional, too like stressed out, and all this other shit, another person like, look, I didn't ask you to get so fucking worked up over my mm-hmm. shit. Calm down, just go do your own thing. Like it's really easy, I think, to let yourself get caught up in other people's garbage. Mm-hmm. Um, like garbage man. Another story that kind of ties to this is when um, I found out that my best friend's husband had cheated on her. Mm. That was his, this is kind of going from burdens to messes, kind of. It seems more like a mess, yeah. Yeah. It. I talked to somebody. I was trying to figure out if I let him tell her or if I, if I like make him tell her or if I tell her, like who does she need to hear it from kind of shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was talking to a friend and they were like, 
That's his mess to clean up. You make him tell her. And if he doesn't tell her, then you tell her, but you you give him the chance to clean up his own mess. So that was another stance where I like, I, I can't take that from somebody. Don't take anyone else's stuff. You have to stay kind of hands off. And then obviously I was there for my my best friend when he eventually told her, but don't, I, I feel like it had, I been the one who told her, like he brought up the, the idea of like, um, non-monogamous relationships like i don't know their as much as i knew them they're my best friends like don't make assumptions about the relationship right like maybe that was okay at the beginning i know cat i know that wasn't okay she's very monogamous um so i knew that wasn't okay but like he brought up the fact that like if they had made agreements early on like don't go telling your best friend he cheated on her when maybe they had something else going on at that time kind of let them deal it with their own issues it's their relationship not yours and theirs make him say it to her and then they can figure it out fuck yeah yeah more people need to think about that i always want to be like i'm gonna come save you like nah it's your battle exactly it is not yours don't take anyone else's battles no that's a big thing even like people have to fight their own like yeah exactly exactly get that respect in the real world respect Respect and just like life like like life experience like it builds you as a person it makes you so much better when you have to deal with your own shit Mm -hmm. as opposed to like taking other people's advice and then blaming them when it goes wrong oh yeah because you don't learn anything Exactly. All you're doing is, like you said, blaming. Mm-hmm. Bullshit. Then you become, like, a passive character in your life's story, and you don't want to be a passive. You are the main character, the most active. You make the decisions. You take the blame. You move on with it. Extreme ownership. Mm-hmm. Own, Own your, your shit. <laughs> right? Own your shit and don't take anyone else's unless mm. they, unless you care enough. And they specifically ask you to. And they ask you to, yeah. God, that's another good one, too. I wonder if this applies. Maybe it's a bit of a stretch, but when people like continually bother you, like, what's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? My like, motherfucker, am I calling out to you? Oh, no. I really like that, yeah. No, no, no. I do not want you to help mm-hmm. me with this. I want you to shut the fuck up and leave me alone so I can move on and handle this. Because then you're just, like, making it... I mean, it's nice to know people care. But you, I feel like, are a special exception because you live in the coffee shop. So everyone always sees you. And everyone's like, oh, Caleb, what a cool kid. I'm going to check in on him and see how he's doing. (laughs) Well, no, that's different. Checking in is is fine. Yeah, that's true. But if you are, like, repeatingly asking... Like, if if you ask what's wrong, and I'm like, nothing, I'm fine. And then you're like, no, seriously, what's wrong? Like... Now you're just making me That's mad. True. That's true. I did have that happen this week. Um, two separate teachers on, I think, like Thursday or something like that asked me, like, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, dude. <laughs> I'm good. And they're like, are you sure? It's like, yeah, I'm okay. And then, like, that was, like, the first thing that my one of my teachers said to me. And then another teacher, as I was leaving, was like, hey, are you okay? And I was like, yeah. And she's like, oh, you just seem a little more frazzled than usual. I was like, thanks. 
I really started to second guess myself yeah, now. Yeah, right? It caused me to like... Like, am I especially okay? Especially when I was a teenager. <sighs> oh my gosh. Because um, there was, I had a friend's dad who instead of um, asking like, how are you doing? He'd be like, "You are you okay? Like, and it was genuine. It was just like the way that he like checked in on people. But the way that he asked it like stirred up emotions in me so i'd be like oh my god i'm not okay like 14 year old little karis is like oh i'm not okay oh my god i hate when that happens like you get caught off i feel like just as a teenager that happens all the time you always find reasons to be sad i mean yeah it's it's the hormones I had a wave of hormones hit me on Friday, and I was like, oh, my God, I'm so sad. Why am I sad? And then I tried to figure out every reason why I could possibly be sad. I finally settled on, I haven't met my niece yet. <laughs> In the middle of class, that's what I said it on. I decided Damn. was making me sad. I was like, yeah, I'm really sad I haven't met my niece. <laughs> oh, my goodness. She was born four days ago, and now I <laughs> haven't seen her. Aren't you seeing her soon? Mm, not really. Oh. Yeah, I don't have any plans to go home. Okay. For a little while. It's it's not that big of a deal. Like it I really would love to meet her, but it, it's not worth like crying in the middle of class over. That was purely hormones. <laughs> I totally believe that. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I also met a lot of times with people that like uh mental illness and like depression stuff. Like, sometimes when I'm, like, super sad and I feel a depression coming on, I'm like, God damn it, the stupid fucking chemicals in my brain. Mm-hmm. Like, I already know there's no reason that I'm sad. Yeah. Or, but I am sad. I'm like, this is stupid. I'm not even looking for a reason to be sad. Oftentimes, I just have to embrace it. Oh, yeah. I, I just have to embrace, like, okay, this is my hormones making me cry. I'm just going to cry a lot. Like, what I did with uh, <laughs> Richard and, sorry, Rachel and Whitney um we watched uh to all the boys i've loved before ps i still love you that's the sequel to that hmm. netflix show that they released about a year ago to all the boys i loved before or something like that um yeah so obviously girly very girly rom-com kind of thing and then we ended up watching another show on like amazon that was all about love and God. Ended up crying some more. I'm like, this would be so perfect. I texted my friend um, back in Washington. Her and I both have, like, husbands in the military, and hers is still, like, on the boats going out to sea. Mm-hmm. So she has to deal with, like, the Deployment. deployments and yeah. stuff like that. Oh, geez. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. Coffee mug. Um, So her and I have a pretty steady plan of, like, uh, when you feel sad, you get white cheddar popcorn, mac and cheese, and ice cream, and you go watch the saddest movies you can find so if i ever find a movie that makes me really sad or a tv show that makes me cry it doesn't have to be sad because a lot of times it's just really happy tears just something that makes you cry okay um, like uh, get out of your system exactly huh. we throw each other pity parties you feel it exactly you live it you, you live because you don't want to bottle that shit up everyone everyone's always talking about like don't bottle stuff up but how do you exactly do that the way that we do that is throw pity parties i used to throw one every two weeks when cj was out to sea at least and then i'd get it all out of my system i'd be so sad i'd ball my eyes out i'd get super fucking drunk and then the next day i'd be fine and i'd be like okay slate's clean now we can go through every day and kind of ignore that feeling until it builds up again two weeks later and you deal with it 
Hmm. You're just yeah. learning how to handle your shit. Exactly. That's dope. Yeah. A lot of people don't even think about that. They're just like, I'm just going to be sad forever. Or yeah. fight it, or I'm going to be no. like jealous or some shit. And don't deny your emotions, no. but also don't let them control you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Take control of them and deal with them, but... I mean, it's easy to let shit get out of control. Because obviously, like, when your emotions are rearing up and your hormones are going crazy. Mm-hmm. It's like, I'm just going to continue to Yeah. As you're like, I got the same time. I am so happy that I am not, like, a a crying, angry person. Like, you know when people get really mad, they also tear up? Oh, yeah, that's definitely me. Yeah, see, I'm not that person, thank God, because I, I don't want you to see me cry. Oh, Especially not when I'm Valentine's angry. Day. One of my managers was so mad. Oh, she's not really the manager, but we don't have a manager right now at Red Pepper. And she's just the longest. Um, Sorry. She's like the longest running employee there, essentially. So, uh, yeah. So I think something went down and she was so mad. I like heard her like sniffling a little bit and I looked over and she was just like, all red in the face, just, like, sobbing as she was, like, putting an order in. And I was oh, like, Joe, no. what's wrong? She's like, I'm just so fucking mad. And I was like, I am so sorry. And I started, like, giving her a back rub and, like, was like, she does not need to be dealing with her tables while crying at the same time. No. Like, try to help her get over that as soon as possible. But, yeah, crying when you're mad is, I, I definitely, I cry when I get too many emotions of any kind. <laughs> Good God, cares. I just cry all the time. <laughs> oh, you're like the worst kind of person. You're just like Whatever. every other dude is like freaking out. Not even every dude. I know plenty of women who can't handle emotions. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> Several. And I know many of you are listening right now. <laughs> I was like, oh, another person is crying. Mm-mm, I'm mm-hmm. out. Fucking out. I, um. But it's so weird because you don't even. You don't even necessarily need any response to that. It's no. not like you're crying out to be saved or like helped it's or It's literally anything. I'm crying just because I can't not. You, you just got too much in there. Yeah. If I start talking about something I'm really passionate about, um, I start crying. <laughs> um, I remember there was one week in choir rehearsal when uh, our conductor wasn't there. Sorry. Yeah, our conductor wasn't there. And then there was another girl who was conducting a piece um, who wasn't there. And other people were, like, running her piece for her. And I remember I stood up and I was like, guys, we really have to learn this piece. Like, she was out of the rehearsal because her aunt had just died or something like that. Mm. So she was, like, off visiting her aunt. And I was like, guys, I know y'all love to do, like, thoughts and prayers. But if we could just, like, learn her piece and be able to sing it really well when she comes back i think that'd probably be better than if we just you know kind of thought of her every once in a while and you know sent prayers her way (laughs) like i think she'd be a little bit more blessed if we she didn't have to like deal with us not knowing our parts and like deal with that frustration i think that'd be a great gift for her it's showing i started crying like as i was like (laughs) i was like I I don't know if it was like the confrontation part or the me being just like a kind of like I was kind of a bitch about it. I was kind of just like <laughs> I just hate when people say thoughts and prayers. I'm like, can you not find something nicer to That's a cop out. Yeah, exactly. I don't say thoughts and prayers to people for that exact reason. Mm-hmm. I'm like 
How many times do you think people type thoughts and prayers and then never think of it again? Oh, that's immediately exactly what happens. Let alone, like, actually sitting down to, like, pray and send any kind of spiritual energy their way. Like That's them saying, thank God I don't have to deal with this anymore. Exactly. Oh, you poor thing. Oh, (laughs) yes. The southern (laughs) one. So good. Yeah. Oh, God. How about you make him a casserole? How about you buy him a gift card to go get a back rub? How about you do anything? <laughs> but. I what, totally believe in sending spiritual energy, what by if the way. The, what if they're not calling out, though? Because in that situation. Usually when I see thoughts and prayers, it's on Facebook when someone said no, that I something mean, really shitty happened to them. If we're going back to, like, burdens and troubles. Right. Yeah, if they're. So they left because they had a death in the family. Yeah. Which is really sad. Right. But they, like, why did you feel the need to take on the task of bullying people? That was my, that was not my burden. Ha ha, gotcha. Yeah, that's true. I was crying about something that wasn't my burden. You used the tears as weapons. I did. I also just don't like being, I think, yeah, I just don't like being bossy in that setting because it is very much like a team. Like, we're all a team. Nobody's, like, more on top of it than others. Sometimes I wish some teammates would pull up the Mm -hmm. caboose a little bit faster. But, you know, we're all So you just got really worked up because you knew you had only one chance. I got really worked up because I had to talk in front of people. (laughs) Let's go back to the talking versus singing thing. It's interesting because Dominique said the same thing. She can sing in front of people, but she can't talk. She doesn't. Um, like... I think it was no. She was talking about what you did in the very beginning, that she doesn't like listening to herself mm-hmm. talk, but yeah. singing is different. Well, yeah, no, I'll go back and I'll listen to this and I'll hate it. <laughs> I had to God, probably do that not as for... much as me to force myself to re-listen to, to you speak. talk again. Shut oh up. my god, it's gonna be awful. Shut up. <laughs> you asked me to be on this show. I did, didn't I? You fucking nailed me to the cross right now. Ooh, <laughs> flip me upside down. Yeah, I was just about to say upside down. <laughs> Light me on fire. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. I went drastic really fast. Yeah, you got really dark, but I feel like that's pretty much just you. Fair enough. Fair that's, enough. That's your burden. Ha! <laughs> I do not want anyone else to carry that <laughs> yet. Maybe in the future yeah. that would be nice. It was funny because you, you told me and CJ the other day that we... CJ and I. You told CJ and myself. Sorry. You told... No, you were right. It was is I? me. No, well then... Yeah, no, because yeah. if you like if you took CJ guess. out of it, it would be you told me yesterday or you told me the other day. Hmm. So, But it is me and C, uh, CJ and me, I cool. think. Cool. Sorry. That we agreed too much. That was grammar with Karis. That was our little grammar portion of the show. That was good. I'm usually actually really bad with grammar. (laughs) It used to be really good, but then I stopped being in school. Then those brain cells just farted away. I never took a grammar class. I just go off of what sounds right. What do you mean you never took a grammar class? I mean, not like a. Nobody took a grammar class. You took fucking English. Yeah, you okay. I not take listen, English. They like listen. jam it down your dry throat. When I was in high school, I took an English class with wait, um Wait, 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 wait. Karis. What? Is this real people's high school or imaginary no, Absolutely Ifland not. This is imaginary Ifland High School. Good God, that doesn't count then. 
so freshman sophomore year of high school i was still being homeschooled okay. junior senior i went to a community college but freshman sophomore i'm still being homeschooled and i went oh, to um we called it the silo which was also terrifying because this like what this lady who was like had her doctorate and was like really brilliant right um absolutely insane it was a homeschool school it was it was a homeschool school what the fuck it, i think some of these people did go to the high school i don't know how she got around it wow. oh no 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 there was this thing called academy northwest and it was what homeschoolers used in order to like prove that they had met high school requirements so that they could still get like a diploma and like graduate it was like okay. hey homeschoolers we'll give you a diploma from academy northwest if at your, the end of your senior year, you can show us this, like, foot-thick portfolio of everything you've done during high school. Holy shit. Yeah, I never did that. My parents were pretty much like, uh, you're going to go to Edmonds and you're going to graduate with an AA. You might not get a high school diploma, but you'll have an AA. What's an AA? Uh, associate's degree. Oh. Sorry, it's a Associate's in Arts. It's a two-year degree that you can get from basically any community college in two years, obviously, because it's a two-year So you just degree. skipped a step. See, that's what I find is hilarious. Kind of. I think it- technically, if I asked my parents for one, they would give me a homeschool diploma. I, I mean, just have are, never like, regulations. seen one. Because you can't just... You can. What? No. Mm-hmm. You if can't you're just keep your kids out of school. You have mm-hmm. to have regulations. So there you? are so there are these things called California achievement tests that we used to have to take. Um and like every year during like sometime in the spring, um, we would have to like all the homeschoolers would get together and do these tests and it was essentially just testing like like your reading, writing, arithmetic, social studies, like you had to take, and it took like a week to do all of the tests because you Damn. were literally testing from nine in the morning until like two or three in the afternoon. And you just sit there and you do test after test after test. And it was just like, right. well, it was kind of fun because I got to hang out with other like kids my age. And I was like, oh, what's this? <laughs> Being homeschooled meant you never did that. But. The rest of us in real schools did the same thing every year. Exactly. Yeah. Y'all had to do it anyway, but this was just like, you submitted like your uh your grades on the tests and if you were do if you were really behind i think then like schools could kind of step in and be like hey you need to be teaching your kids better but at least in the state of washington you can literally unschool your kids <laughs> you cannot That's you can i had i had a co-worker once oh, whose God, daughters didn't do any school whatsoever she's like they just learned from nature what the fuck See, and they're they're uh, they're both in high school now. Actually, they both decided once they got to like the high school age that they would do high school, and they're I think they're doing just fine. Well, that's good. I feel like social skills wise, it's good to do that. Mm-hmm. Honestly, but that's what cracks me up with homeschoolers. It's gonna either or. That's what Y'all this English like class was. Fucking geniuses. Oh. Or just dumb as rocks. Yeah, a lot of homeschoolers um struggle with math because like a lot of the parents hated math so my mom would like volunteer to like teach math for everyone there are a lot of co-ops too like homeschoolers do co-ops where it's like once a week they'll meet and then like the moms who like science will teach science and the moms who like english will teach english and like they'll have their homework to do for the week and an assignment to bring in next week and so it kind of is like school but like we were never into that we were like very much on our own, like, 
some people got curriculums offline to make sure they're teaching their kids everything. And a lot Mm. of parents would like really stress out and be like, my child has to know everything. (laughs) And like my mom was kind of just like, yeah, I'm pretty sure they got it. Bringing it back to the whole grammar and English thing. Never learned it. I have no idea that to this day, like where exactly to use a comma. (laughs) I just kind of like guess and it generally like, works out. Oh, yeah. I am yeah. not the best grammar person. Okay, I, God, but, like, nope. when it comes to words, I generally know, when like, the you and words. I thing. Okay. Like, I, I pay attention that. to little rules like that. You and I. I usually fuck up and end sentences with That's the wrong word. It. You know how they tell you, like, don't end it with, like, a... Preposition or yeah, something, like, something that. like that. Yeah, I totally with, get like, you. Of and all that shit. I'm like, oh, God damn it. I don't yeah. Know. Then I had to like stare at the sentence. Like, how can I reword this? I don't know any other way to say what I'm fucking trying to say right now. I'm generally pretty good at like coming up with a new way to say a sentence, but that's just because mm. I've had to. I feel like food and bev has done that to me. Fair like, enough. Like, I have to like learn how to. Okay. Take a step back. When I worked at Oak Table, I worked there for three years, and I found the best way to say everything. Freshly squeezed orange juice instead of just like, would you like a glass of orange juice or something like that? I always put freshly squeezed mm. in there. I always said fresh this, fresh that. Um, to add some flair in there. Would you like as opposed to do you want? Mm-hmm. Always. Always. I always found like the best ways to say it. And I remember I was training one girl to be a server and she was like, wow, you're really good. Like, you know exactly what to say, like how to say it the best way. And I was like, yeah, I guess I do. <laughs> Dust my shoulders off yeah, There a you bit. go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Pat myself on the back. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. But yeah, like restating uh, sentences so that they sound really good. Has come in very handy because I have to work with a lot of like teachers now and I know how to be super professional about it. That's good. I help other students write their letters. It's a hell of a sidetrack from what we were talking yeah, about. Yeah, well, we were talking about grammar and English. And then you were going to tell me about a time that I was telling you and CJ something about... Oh, I was just saying that you said we agree too much. Oh, yeah, I do say you agree too much. Dang it, I just agreed with you. Ugh. <laughs> Way to go. You're your own victim. I am my own victim. Speaking of the professor, he's outside. Oh, is he outside? Yeah, Aww. which is... Literally right on cue. Oh, yeah. Leave it up to him. He's like right on time. Oh, Every yeah. time. Always. I love Five minutes he... early. No. I love when he's running late. He gets so stressed out. Because I can just I can just feel him <laughs> just like anxious and just I like, know. oh, God. Oh, fuck. I'm late. He's like, oh, look at you go. But I understand because I, I do the same fucking thing. So to me, it's like, hey, this isn't me freaking out right now. <laughs> if it's like a business or like school something yeah i'll freak out if i'm late but something important but if it's friends i know my friends understand i mean not like not necessarily like <sighs> that but like you know i've i've been that kid too much that like shows up right on time and then it's just awkward for like 30 minutes until everyone else shows up okay we're talking about parties yeah that kind of thing and you're still the awkward people that show up no matter what time it is. Oh, my God. Did I did I tell you we showed up a half hour early for the what? New Year's party? The hours? Mm-hmm. Really and nobody didn't. was there. Oh, my. Whoa. Oh, you I knew literally we, showed up super, super early. We showed up 
a half hour before the game started. That's amazing. It was Super Bowl. You're supposed to show up early for the Super Bowl. Oh, it was the Super Bowl party. It was not New Year's. Okay. My bad. Yes, it was the Super Bowl party, and we showed up early, and Whitney was taking a nap, and I knew she was taking a nap, and I didn't want to knock on the door or just show up. Did you leave? Yeah, we went to Azalea Park, and CJ walked Neptune around while I finished up a school assignment that I was supposed to do. Hey, that's a good move, though. Yeah, it was, but it was also like, holy fuck, how awkward are we? How funny Showing up to a house and then deciding to leave. I feel like if you're going to show up that early, why don't you just text someone? It was a half hour before the game started. That's significantly early. Honestly, I think the plan was for everyone to be there by then anyway, so. On this situation right now, I'm not going to talk about how much you failed. What? I didn't fail. At all. She didn't show up on time. Whatever. We showed up early. In CJ's book, early's on time. Yeah, yeah, that's most everyone. But it just goes back to like, really? Is that big a deal? You're right. It's fucking not. Get over it. Really it really isn't. Yep. We should have just played in the backyard with Neptune. And that was why I kicked myself the most, is because I knew it wasn't a big deal. Mm-hmm. And yet we still left. Good point. Yeah. That was the most awkward. I told Whitney about that the other night when we were hanging she out. She laughed. She laughed. She's like, honestly, I've done that before. And I was like, thank God. <laughs> Y'all are just as awkward as me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, definitely. I purposely. Well, God, I keep grammar again. Right Y'all are just this. as awkward as I am. I purposely do not want to show up to a party early because I'm like, oh, I have to literally force myself to talk to all these people, which I enjoy doing. But well, if like, you've if you've it's, gotten it's a healthy weird. buzz on of some kind, it's fine. Usually. Yeah, I know. But then you're that guy that goes into a party and like takes two shots and pounds of beer to get that buzz real quick, so you can. Get warmed mm-hmm. up as everyone else shows up and survives the weird moment. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. you don't want to be the drunk. No, absolutely not. Okay. That was me last night. I, I got, I hit it a little too fast, too hard. And then I was so sleepy. And these high school kids, no, college kids stayed at my house until like 11. I was mm-hmm. like, get the fuck out. Yeah. I want to go to bed at like mm-hmm. nine. <laughs> hey. So I fell asleep on the couch and they just watched movies at my house. Did you listen to the last episode? Uh, the one that I did? The three and four? Your, not by yourself. Mm-mm. Okay, so number four says, if someone is in your lair and annoys you, destroy them. No, not destroy them. It says, treat them cruelly and without mercy. So if those motherfuckers are know. in your lair and they were annoying no, you. No, I right? disagree with that. That would be the only one that I had an issue with. I'm like, you don't need to... You don't need to be cruel about it. You can like, literally you be blatant. Literally like, be like, all right, guys, I'm a little tired. Sorry. Right? I wanted this to last longer, but I just need to go to bed. It was super bizarre. You I don't think, have to be a dick about it. I did like wrap it around. And I think I just think he takes words that are specifically vague just so mm-hmm. it appeals to more situations. And I don't really like I'd rather be a little bit more specific because annoys you or, is super just like, what the fuck? It's an art thing. Maybe it's an art artist's, maybe he has an artist's mind of not mm. wanting to put a definite thing out there. Like, it's, you can interpret it how you want it to be. Going back to my comment on, like, all of us are different. All of us are going to interpret these rules differently. Good point. And that sticker that I gave you, basically, yeah. don't be a dick. Basically, don't be a dick. I like that. I'll have to make one of my own, actually. 
that is going to be probably my number one commandment. Like, throw the Ten Commandments out. I like that one. If you had one rule, basically, don't be a dick. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. That's a good one. And I think that's probably where we'll wrap this up. Nice. Filled in our time wisely. (laughs) Well... We at least filled. I love the how time. easily, yeah. I, I mean, I yeah. I love oh how easily God. conversation just happens. <laughs> right. Here comes Brad Got too. Lots of shit to say. Oh God. <laughs> I mean, yay! Does Brad listen to your podcast? I don't know. He's definitely just staring at CJ right now. <laughs> Is he? <laughs> yeah, CJ's making some goofy. Oh, faces. but CJ's really awkward. <laughs> It's so funny for me to see. Oh, my God. Um, well, all right, but we'll wrap this up. Okay. So thank you for coming. Hell, yeah. We just covered five and six of the 11 satanic rules of the earth. And I think next week is Joshua. Uh, <gasps> That'll be really exciting. Yeah, that one's a special one. We're talking about getting what you want using magic. Ooh. And if you do it, you have to give credit to the magic. And if you don't, then you will lose everything that you got or something like that. I don't know. Hey, but that's I figured fair. I figured he'd be the best one for that. That's really good. I like yeah. that. Yeah. No, you definitely do have to acknowledge. Otherwise, it just, yeah, it won't happen. Right. That's like my thing about like thanking your body. Have I hmm. told you about that? It, no. Little small tangent, but like thanking your body for getting you through a day. Thanking your feet for not giving out. Thanking your ankles for not um, twisting at any point. Thanking your knees for not aching. Thanking your hips for not aching. Thanking your back for getting you through that day. Thanking your legs for walking you through the place and everything like that. Yeah. All right. Well, Brad just knocked on the door, so we got to go. All right. I will wrap the rest of this up later. Sweet. Thanks, Karis. Yeah. And it turned out that Brad was just saying hi. <laughs> Go figure. But let's end it up so you know where you can find us on social media. Cat Studio. You know we got our website? Obeycatstudio.com You know, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, the whole nine. But what's more cool is you can swing by and actually see the studio inside Coastal Coffee Roasters while you get yourself some deliciously freshly roasted coffee. And if it's the right time of day, you can go to Oak Road at the same time. Because we're all in the same building. Like a family. How how just wonderful. Honestly, this was a great episode. I had a lot of fun talking to Karis. I hope you enjoyed it too. And stay tuned for episode 9 with Josh. And I believe it is rule 7 in the next lineup. Okay, bye.